0: Hi, it's mark zinkowitz and welcome to the seed world podcast i am at iowa state university in ames iowa for the annual meeting of the national association of plant breeders it is the napb's first in-person annual meeting since 2019. the napb strengthens plant breeding to promote food security quality of life and a sustainable future A big part of the meeting each year is the awarding of several Borlaug scholarships. The NAPB Borlaug Scholars Program strengthens the plant breeding profession by helping support attendance of future leaders at the NAPB annual meeting. There are numerous scholars once again and this year I am sitting down with the graduate students who are Borlaug Scholar recipients. Today I sat down with Sarah Jones, a PhD student in plant breeding in the Soynomics Group at Iowa State University. Studying with Dr. Danny Singh, she researches phenotyping strategies to improve drought tolerance in soybean. We talked about her research and how carrots and football led to her pursuing a career in plant breeding. Enjoy our chat.
1: My name is Sarah Jones. I'm a PhD student at Iowa State University studying plant breeding with Dr. Danny Singh.
0: Thanks so much, Sarah, for sitting down with me. What is a little-known fact about you, something that people might be surprised to learn?
1: Um, let's see. I have an identical twin sister. She's a veterinarian, so we like to joke that she's the animal doctor and I'm the plant doctor, or will be the plant doctor. Um, the other fun fact is that my introduction and my love for plant breeding can go back to a Texas college football rivalry.
0: Really? Yep. Let's tackle the first one first. So your sister is an animal doctor. She is. And you're kind of like a plant doctor.
1: Yeah.
0: How did you, how and why did you decide to go the plant route?
1: That one actually in a grocery store, I discovered the maroon carrot that a plant breeder at Texas A&M had developed. And I grew up in a Texas Aggie family, so we were very strongly in favor of the Aggies, and we loved maroon, and we thought it was hilarious that a Texas breeder got rid of the orange, like the longhorn orange color in a carrot. We thought it was pretty great.
0: Hmm. So uh, a simple carrot sort of inspired your career.
1: It did, Yep. I didn't know that there was so much diversity in plants because I was so used to seeing orange carrots, and then the fact that a maroon carrot showed up and it was something I had never seen That's where it all started.
0: Hmm. Now, the second part of that, Mm -hmm. you mentioned a football game that kind of inspired all this for you. Can can you tell us that story?
1: Yeah. So the um, Texas Aggies and the Longhorns are two of the main football teams in Texas. And so the Aggies are maroon. The Longhorns are orange. And so it just came back to that maroon carrot and the football rivalry. So the Aggies got the best of the Longhorns by developing the maroon carrot
0: huh that is an interesting connection football and carrots i don't think i've ever encountered that before that's definitely unique yeah now to get serious you study soybean drought tolerance here at iowa state university what led you to want to do that study soybean drought tolerance
1: um i think a lot of it came back from growing up in texas and the severe droughts that we do have there are times like currently where Um, Just all of the grass is brown and dead. We haven't had rain in so long. And so as a breeder, we get a chance to be able to make crops that can withstand those stresses. And so it started out as diseases during my master's, and then I got interested in the drought tolerance and the water um, conservation aspect.
0: And what have been some notable findings of your research that you can tell us about?
1: I'm still in the initial analysis and data collection process, but... What we found during my master's is that when we use hyperspectral imaging, which is a type of imaging similar to like RGB, but RGB you only see your visual, but with hyperspectral imaging you have extended wavelengths, so you actually get reflectance of things that you can't see. And so we found during my master's that in diseases we could see disease stress in the plant before we could actually visually see it. And so we're hoping to take those same techniques and move that into drought stress and see if there's a way we can use these different sensors that can image beyond human vision to detect water stress earlier. And so that'll give us a way to more accurately predict drought stress, to find those lines that are resistant to drought, and maybe even help farmers and other maybe horticulturists with um, water and irrigation practices.
0: Now, you earned a bachelor's degree in horticulture science with a minor in Spanish. I did. Now, Spanish is an important language in the world of plant breeding here in the United States and obviously south of the border. How does your experience in Spanish help you in your work?
1: Um, I think the first time I noticed that it was going to be really useful in plant breeding was when I worked at the Antique Rose Emporium in Brenham, Texas, and I was able to connect with um, a lot of the nursery managers there because most of them had come from Mexico and they all spoke Spanish and if I hadn't been able to speak Spanish I wouldn't have been able to communicate with them and learn from them and become one like one with the group with them and so it was very useful for during that job but it's also useful because as a plant breeder, if I were to work with peppers one day well most of peppers are grown in Mexico and As a breeder, I find it most important to talk with the people that are on the ground, working with them every single day. They know the plants better than the plant breeder would. So I want to be able to talk to the person that's going to be doing the harvest, that's going to be working with them, because they're going to know what really needs to get fixed with that variety. The growers are going to know the best. For any crop, it's good to know the language where it's primarily grown. So I think that's why Spanish is going to be really useful.
0: Now, you didn't always study... Soybean drought tolerance. You actually interned at a rose breeding company in Texas. I did. What's one surprising thing you learned about roses that maybe not a lot of people would know about?
1: I think my favorite thing about roses is they come from the same family um, as almonds, as um, strawberries, and it's just a really interesting family of crops.
0: Now, you've gained breeding experience in over 12 crops, from high-value horticultural crops and ornamentals Mm -hmm. to agronomic row crops like soybean. Uh, Besides soybean, which is the focus of your PhD work, what's your favorite crop that you've worked on out of all of those crops, and and why is that?
1: I think my favorite crop that I've ever worked with is the first one that I learned to cross-pollinate in a greenhouse, and that was cowpeas. And it's both because it was my first one I ever worked with, but it's also because um, growing up in the South, especially in my family, we always eat cow peas, so black-eyed peas or purple-hole peas. We always eat black-eyed peas on New Year's Eve for good luck.
0: Now, we are here in Ames, Iowa, for the annual meeting of the National Association of Plant Breeders. You are a Borlaug Scholar. Congratulations. Thank you. Part of the Borlaug Scholarship Program is you're paired with a mentor, somebody who kind of help guides you in your career, you come to the NAPB meeting, you network, you meet new people. Uh, There's a lot going on here. What is the, the value of this scholarship for you personally?
1: My favorite part of the scholarship is that it's given me an opportunity to meet so many people that I wouldn't have a chance to meet outside of the scholarship. So I got to meet my mentor Stephanie and she's been able to teach me so much about breeding and industry with especially in the horticultural field. But then I'm also going to be able to meet all of the other Borlaug scholars. So other people, young adults who are interested in plant breeding and share that passion as well.
0: Looking forward to a an interesting week here at the NAPB meeting. Thanks so much for sitting down with me. Thank you. You can check out more great NAPB content both during and after this year's meeting at seedworld.com NAPB 2022. Thanks for listening.